Adventures of the Podcast Dungeon, you have come across another goddamn horror podcast with Graham Faye, Jonas Barnes, and Ryan Danley. Welcome, everybody. You like my you like that? You like that? How I held that note? Like I was like, I did. There, as you guys, yeah. Like you know? like I, I was did. Like, hmm. That's a good one. A nice little harmony you have. Yeah, yeah. I'm like a, I'm a fucking you know I'm a fucking a singer. Crooner. You know I, mean? I said it before. <laughs> I, I am a crooner. I, I croon. I croon. <laughs> I'm known for my crooning. Um. So, um, yeah, Grindcore Coonan. Um, <laughs> this is always strange when we do the intro after we recorded. <laughs> after we recorded, because yeah, right. I'm like, that guy was great. Yeah, that, oh, wait, oh, wait, I'm not doing that anymore. Um, it's uh, like talking up. after you come. It's just like, uh, all right. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, all that shit I was saying before. Yeah, I meant it. Um, you know, uh, but um, no, I'm not. That, that sounds misogynist. Like, give me a gross. glass that's of not, water. That's not what I, that's, that's not really what I meant. Um, because I do, I, I do mean it. You're just more enthusiastic beforehand. You know what I mean? I mean, like, of course. Yeah, because then it's like, like now I just want like a burrito. Um, yeah. let's hang out and watch. Let's hang out and watch horror movies. But fortunately, I always have a burrito with me. So, um, you know, anyways, I'm Ryan. I'm a, I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm a podcast host. I live in Portland, Oregon. I, uh, it is, it is Portland, Oregon y outside. Um, I, um, I, um, I, I got Graham over here. This he, intro I'm is Graham. I'm here this intro is Blackboard. for people <laughs> right. that have never heard of our show ever. Show. <laughs> yep. Like if you haven't heard us, this is uh, normally we're like kind of enthusiastic, but we just had a really great conversation with a really tremendous guest who had yep. to go. So we uh, we cut it. We we um, with the bigger guests, they have uh, harder outs than some of our smaller, not smaller, but just you know some some people have more time than others. It's just the way it goes. And uh, yeah, sometimes um, you just you know you can't get all the time that you want with one guest. Exactly, exactly. So uh, we are another goddamn horror podcast, and uh, and we love you. And uh, why don't you just like listen to this episode? We good with that? At least we've mangled this entry <laughs> this, <laughs> Listen, this is a very chaotic intro and sorry guys like you, your guest by the way i'll save it for next by the time it's quite chaotic also so yes yeah, so, so we're, we're ready for it we're just gonna again so um yeah here check it out hit it very very happy to have our guest on today somebody who i met quite a few years ago doing comedy uh in fact one of my uh one of my favorite opening shows ever uh comedian musician horror lover awesome fucking dude uh ben roy thank you so much for being on the hey, show hey y'all thank you for having me on this we did meet god a long to 10 years ago probably Fuck, it had it has to be 10 11 years ago at this yeah. point because it was at tacoma comedy club yeah and uh yeah that was before those who can't so uh yeah it would have been prior to 2014 so it's over 10 years ago which is crazy man man. that was the first show that i was able to quote unquote be myself as an opener because i was a host for a long time there and i had to kind of keep my stuff not 
PG 13, but I had to keep it like light R. And that's when the, that's when the comedy club owners, when, uh, you know, uh, Kevin and Renee, they were like, you fucking do whatever you want on this show. <laughs> and I was like, sweet. <laughs> and then I met you and it was love at first sight. It was like, yeah, this is fucking a, great, dude. <laughs> we had a good time. You gave me a ride back to my extended stay suite that they had put <laughs> yep. me up in, which yep. was basically a drug den. I mean, it really was not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, not a safe place. So any, so anywhere, right, so anywhere in Tacoma, really, is yeah, what you're yeah. saying. Like, so, like, I mean, because that's like Tacoma. Most like, nice hotels don't have a laundromat inside. No, that's true. Inside of it, but, but they have they have upgraded considerably since then. Everybody, just so you know. But, oh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I loved that room. That that room was fun, but after. After the incident where I let a woman come up on stage and do stand-up comedy during my set, they didn't ever let me come back. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. We like guests do that all the time. Yeah, yeah, that's... Always bomb. Always bomb. Yeah, that's it's not gonna be good. They always eat shit. It's yeah, great. Every time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks for and then we saw each other. I feel like we saw each other not that long ago, just in Austin. Wait, Ryan was altercation. Saw, yeah, yeah, and Jonas, I saw you guys. Uh I don't were you there, Graham? I wasn't. No, unfortunately. I no, but I mean, uh, uh, that that was so fun. That was just a. I heard. I'm so jealous. Yeah. I don't even give a shit about the fucking. That sounds terrible because I love JT and I think the shows are great. It's just I more want to like just hang out in front of kick butt for 12 hours. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> right. We just get stoned and BS and it's fun and totally. You know, that's one of those comedy festivals that's just as fun to hang out with as it is to do the shows like yeah you know so i love the group of people that are curated uh to that because it's just a fun group of people absolutely i mean sitting there and having like you and eddie pepitone and derek sheen and sam miller and brandy and like all those people on a like a singular long creepy varmints that he <laughs> right. like wrangles his pets and right yeah that's what just... i felt bad so far i felt so bad for graham because you didn't get to meet mo mo alexander's possum they're so cute and and like um very shy considering yeah. that they look terrifying but extremely reclusive and shy animals it was really adorable mm-hmm. its tail felt um it was beautiful mm-hmm. anyway i could go on about the <laughs> possum but uh yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, this is super cool. The first yeah. time I ever saw you in person, you are standing upside down. You're you're on your head <laughs> at the Savage Henry. Um, you, were you reciting something? Or what were you doing? Oh, it was Savage yeah. Henry two, three years ago? I can't remember. Yeah, three years, three years a, ago. It's part of a bit that I, well, that was for, I think, wasn't it Ron Lynch's thing or yeah, something? The, that, yeah, that like pick the, pick the, the thing variety out of show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, I was reciting uh, Tom Lear's uh, Table of Elements song, which I've memorized all the ta- Table of Elements. <laughs> so I have every element from the periodic table uh, memorized. And now it's part of a bit that I do. Um, so I have to give him credit because I definitely did not write that. That's like an old. Do you remember Tom Lear? Do you guys know who that? Yeah, was? I know exactly who he is. Yeah. 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 It was like you could get his records off TV. Yep. Like yeah, Victor, yeah. Victor Borga and Tom Lear. <laughs> and um, so my, my dad had uh, taught me that song when I was in grade school. And uh, I knew it as a little kid. So, yeah, I was doing a headstand while reciting that. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a, it was a, it was a, everybody's like Ben Roy's on stage upside down. And I'm like, Oh, holy shit. He totally is. So it's like, you know, that's the kind of shit that happens at Savage. Ben, yeah. Yeah. ben also has a great bit where he gets booked on a really late show and then just destroys everything on stage. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> that was also something that happened at altercation. And that was fantastic. And, and, so. and what, Oh, that's a running gag with JT because <laughs> JT really gives a shit about all that dumb fuckery he puts <laughs> all over the stage like he's fucking coop or something what it, what it, like you know what i mean the like rat fink skulls <laughs> yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's all so like we get it you're leaning into the devil <laughs> so it just started as me like because can i tell a quick story about oh, that please, of course, please, yeah, of course, yeah. so i was getting I had gone down there at one one time he just I was depressed and I was going through a divorce and I JT was like uh you, why don't you just come down here and hang out and we'll just throw you up an altercation and uh, you can hang out and so when I got there he and I had this very emotional conversation about me not knowing where the fuck I am in life and what I'm doing and all blah 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 whatever and then uh so I do the show and then in, in it, I, I, I destroyed everything on the stage. I broke all of the props he had on the stage. Uh, and then we laughed about it. We had some jokes about it in the morning. And then he brought me to the airport and he handed me a letter with my name on it. And he goes, hey, listen, I know we had some tough conversations. Like, just don't, when you get a chance, just sit down, read this. Like, you know, if you have a moment. And I was like. Oh, all right. So I was at the <laughs> airport and I found like a like a boarding area for a gate that wasn't being used. It was empty. And I just found a seat there and I sat down and I and I opened this envelope thinking it's going to be a heartfelt letter. And it's an invoice charging me for everything. <laughs> That's great. And uh, it was a classic comic to comic moment. Like, right. You know what I mean? No one gives a shit about your problems, pussy. You broke my stuff. But I called him and I was like, dude, I'm in tears laughing. Thank you for this. Because he, I mean, if he, and he said something heartfelt, it probably would have been more awkward or I would, I, I would have just said, you know, but this was like a, you need to laugh, you know, yeah. kind of a thing. It was <laughs> sure. really funny. And uh, he, I know he's a heartfelt uh, dude, but yeah, that, it, uh, I really love that festival. Anyway. So. Yeah. No, we had, we had a good time down there. Um, and it was, and it was cool to like, really like hang out with you proper. And uh, yeah, I was, you. I was real jealous of them. Ryan had, uh, Ryan and Jonas both told me that to check out your new, I had never heard of you. So that's on me, but no, uh, okay. he told no, me to no. check out hyena. And fuck that shit! It was, I was like, "Oh, this is my favorite comic." Uh, oh, so yeah. I've gone back and like listened to like a bunch of your records and stuff. And this shit is so good. You're just Thanks, your energy man. is fucking great. And I, I think um, some of your shit, like, like I don't know. At one point, I don't even remember the bit, but you were tossing people up. You're like gladiators of the sky, and I almost oh shit yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's boarding a southwest. Yeah. Place, yeah, that southwest where they're shit. where they're no longer gonna give you your boarding pass. They're just gonna <laughs> throw it down the jetway. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, fight for your no. fucking seat. Yeah, yeah. but the, like uh, right off the bat, you come out and hyena, and you're like, <clears throat> I don't fucking care if I offend you. But it, like, it didn't. It wasn't like angry. It was like we're just here for fun. And it I was mean, perfect. part of and that was you, done because 
uh, I had recently had a guy that like got very mm. upset. I mean, obviously things are super politically charged and uh, there's a, there's a, a, a part about my opinions about the vaccine and uh, during that. And I think that um, he did not like this particular person that got mad at me and came up on stage did not listen to the fact that I said, I don't dislike you. Like I'm not mad at you. If you differ in your opinion, I literally say that, like, I don't think we should be separating ourselves even more. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think any good is going to come from isolating a portion of the population. No, exactly. And you kind of go on to do that and stuff, but like yeah. the edibles and everything. And oh, the man. Baking. I <laughs> the love marijuana. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. I, I quit drinking as well, uh, uh, like six or seven years ago. And uh, I haven't had a drop since, but I've uptake and smoking quite a bit and i eat edibles a lot so that edibles bit fucking oh man for me (laughs) like that i struggled because i had been totally absolutely 100 percent uh free of any kind of uh inebriance or drugs or alcohol or anything for 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 13 12 or 13 years and then i got into eating thc and cbd to help me sleep just relax and like i think everybody kind of has this need to inebriate themselves from time to time. And I don't feel like with marijuana, I get up, I do my work. I still read when I'm, yeah. stoned, you know what I mean? I don't like, I go to the gym, like I, to make myself feel better. None of it is like halting the progression of my life. I don't say terrible things to people. So for me, as far as vices go, it's a fairly low stakes yeah. yeah, I have to say, I have to say this to you, Ben. I think I saw the first time I saw the cracks in those in that armor of yours because it was when we were doing the show. Brian Cook was also on the show, and we went down to that fucking arcade bar. Oh that yeah, was down the street from Tacoma. Yeah, and they were cooking chicken and shit out front of the out in front of the thing. Yeah, and Brian kept on just egging you on. Because at this time you were vegetarian or vegan or whatever. I don't remember which I've, one. But... I've, I've been vegetarian for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And he kept on fucking egging you on and like calling you a <laughs> pussy and blah, blah, blah. And then you fucking dead-eyed that guy. You gave him the most stone-cold, dead-eyed stare. You picked up a full chicken drumstick and you deep-throated that fucking thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like all the meat off of you, the bone. I'm not a, I, I, it's not as if I'm incapable of eating chicken. <laughs> Right, right. Like yeah. uh, that's uh, but uh he he like I love fucking cuz I love Brian. I think Brian is so fucking funny. Brian Cook is so funny. Yeah. Um but like there's been times where I've been like you you do know I I would beat the dog shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Like I would beat you up. Like and so sometimes when it gets like that I'm like he's he but he does like that's his way of showing love and i love him for it because he's no. so fucking man he said some really off things to me and I, and i just have to applaud it when it's so offensive <laughs> but that one was just like i've done that a few times where i'm like i'll eat it in front of you i just i choose i stopped when i was 19 people think there's like i don't know i just didn't want to eat it anymore I, and you know I, I don't talk about it no one knows about it unless 
someone razzes me about it, you know. Right, right. So, so I, I'm like as a hardcore kid, but as I grew up, I, I, you know, I spent like eight years of my twenties vegan, right? Yeah. And like, I love, I love like the hardcore kid vegan because like you can come to my house and watch the UFC fight, and yeah. and I'll have a full spread. And yeah. I'll I'll watch I'll watch grown men punch each other and women punch each other or them things punch each other till their fucking eyeballs bleed. You know, I don't care. But like, but then at the dinner table, nope, we're keeping it. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. I think, life, I, life is important, it has to be preserved. <laughs> exactly. Like but I <laughs> yeah. but I but I think that's kind of the way to be about it. You know what I mean? Like people are like, oh, if you're I people would always be when they're talking about like oh if you want to be uh if you if you want to know if somebody's vegan just or just wait till they talk or whatever i wouldn't tell anybody because it was like my business and so it's like so i get it like just just do your shit and like is like yeah i'll have my I beliefs don't, I, don't, I mean i i contradict that decision i could make some political statement but i contradict that decision on a daily basis with <laughs> i'm not oh, i'm not a i i'm sure i I have shoes with leather in them. I'm sure you, you know what I mean? Like right. I don't, I don't check if something's not tested on it. Like it's, I, I we're all living in this, uh, living in, the, in our culture. We're all made hypocrites on a daily basis. Like, like it's, you just do your part in your own little way. And that's like, I don't, I don't like, uh, I don't think it's fair to demoralize or humiliate an animal because it's for feed, but like I go home and I eat game meat that my stepfather shot. I, I have right. no problem with venison and things like mm -hmm. that. I just don't, I don't understand locking something up by its neck and jamming it full of hormones and weight gainer and, you know, gavage or whatever it's called where they force feed it food. Yeah. I, I don't think you have to do that to an animal um, unless it's for mass production. <laughs> But we have the choice in our culture. People go, well, it's a privilege of Western culture to not eat meat. Yeah. Yeah, it's a privilege we have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we're, we we can make the choice. You don't have to. You can eat meat. I don't criticize it. But I can make the choice to to not do it. I have totally. the privilege to do It's not a bad thing. I'm, I think in uh, countries with less money, they do what they have to survive. And I'm not going to be like... You know what I mean? What about the animals? To somebody in, right. in Shahul, Guatemala, who's like, you know, Argentina. Yeah, right. exactly. Like, this is Where the only you? meat that I get to eat for the whole year. Yeah, exactly. fucking like, I, like... I'm capable of distinguishing between the two. You know, like <laughs> right. I, I understand. So I don't. But I'm with you. Like I regularly post shit like you can love raw dark filthy comedy you can ride motorcycles you can get tattoos you can love controlled violence man do i love fighting right. i love <laughs> fighting i love consensual violence i think it's fucking hilarious totally. yep. um but you can also support the rights and protections of those weakest among us i've always believed that you yep. can still enjoy those things they're not mutually exclusive you know what i mean you mm -hmm. you, you don't have to you, you can support the rights of people, but also that's why like when people are like, oh, that joke is off. Like, that's yeah, funny that but I can also <laughs> I can also support trans rights like I can laugh at shit, you know, I can sure. different. So, uh, yeah, it's the same with animals like, uh, you know, I don't. Anyway. I think that, I think that's just the like, but I mean, like, I'm, I'm just going to for but but as a hardcore kid comedian as well, I get it. 
you know what I mean? Like, like it's all about like the like, like yeah, it's an ugly world, but like I can also like stick up for the people who need sticking up. For that was that was that was like I feel. I'm sure you feel like this. How old are you, Ryan? I am uh, old, 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 forty-eight. Old. Okay, yep. Well, you, didn't, you didn't. You could have just said old. Yeah. So you, <laughs> so you know, like I felt like there was a point sometime in the after 2010 where a large subsection uh, uh, of the population woke up to like just how fucked up everything has been and has become, and it became, um, I don't want to say popular, but it became zeitgeist to. To, to be aware of how fucked up the world is and to call the world on it. And like, there are certain people who grew up like in the punk scene or in the hardcore scene that were just sort of nonplussed by it. We were all just kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, it's been funny <laughs> for a while. You know? yeah. Yeah. Our music has been telling us that for <laughs> forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. Music's been like, it's all shit. It's fucked up. <laughs> like, remember, I remember 93 hearing or 94 four or five actually the first like punkorama cds and ordering like hearing total chaos like right china right and i was like <laughs> reading the lyrics and i'm like whoa like the, the world that, that was when i started reading like i read like a people's history a people's history of the united states and right declarations of independence by howard zinn and reading noam chomsky and ishmael by Dow- donald by uh daniel quinn like reading books like that as a teenager, I was like, oh, we're fucked. I don't know. I think at that age, I kind of just started writing and thinking from a pessimistic point of view of the world anyway. Like, right. so it's like when people were like, did you know they're doing this? Yeah. 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 Been- yeah. 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 Knew about it. Yeah. I've already been subscribing to this. Yeah, know, like yeah. cops, <laughs> cops kill people. Well, let's, yeah, yeah. I listened to a band. I'm friends with the singer called Millions of Dead Cops for the same fucking yeah, thing. You know what I mean? Like, see what's the shit. Yep. To come out of Texas with a yep. fucking name like yep. that. Yep. Yeah. But um, it's like, it's exactly that. I've been, I've had Teflon in my piss since 1984. Right. Exactly. I mean? We've right. all been fucking fucked over by corporate interests for years. That's why what I tried to say on my special was and we cut it for time there's a whole section where i say like people i it gets cut but there's a part where i say um people are like why is everybody so vaccine hesitant these days there's a part that got cut before that where i say well other than the obvious that pharmaceutical companies continue to cause pandemic after pandemic and run roughshod over the general population with virtually no repercussions for it. Right. I mm-hmm. am fully aware of why people I grew up in Maine. Like I watched the opioid epidemic right. explode firsthand. I lost yeah. so many friends from oxy use who were prescribed that shit because they hurt their back on a roof. You know what I mean? Right. Like they, the, I watch that shit. I'm aware of what they do, but there is a difference between public health medicine and the business of medicine. And yeah. you have to be able to discern the two. And I'm not criticizing any, I don't know where you guys went on that. I don't, I'm not criticizing you make I, your own choice. I but. fully, I fully agree with everything you said. I really love the part of your special. Not to give anybody hasn't watched a special it's called a hyena. It's on YouTube. It is uh, so, fucking it's so, it's so good. I really strongly suggest everybody watching the 800 pound gorilla stuff on YouTube. It's really the, at this point, probably in my opinion, the best place to, to watch They're it. Cranking shit out. Yeah. They, a variety yeah. of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
And they're easy to work. Anyway, I'm like rambling. I'll ramble. So let's go. Okay. Go. I love go. it. I love it. Um, okay. No, but you know, but on, but as your, but a part of your special is, is like you, you do get into the just on the last note on this is that you say like we said, yeah, fuck you, don't do what you tell me, but take, <laughs> but take medicine. And like we were um, talking about medicine. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, go ahead and take medicine. Yeah, and I agree. Yeah, there's a like there's a it's it's okay for new wants out there because you know there is good medicines out there we i take them regularly and yeah, uh, yeah. is uh and as you said like uh yeah pharmaceutical companies uh, are 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 same as shitty as every single capitalist mm-hmm. enterprise they're gonna fucking try to do shit to make more money yeah i mean like there is and i th- this may come across as controversial to the other side here but i believe we started to see it switch from public health directive to to the business of pharmaceutical mm-hmm. oh, yeah. um, medicine when the World Health Organization is actively telling the United States to not to not encourage the population to get a second or a third dose yet while the rest of the world is still waiting to get there first because the World Health Organization is saying the problem is not under vaccinated people. It is unvaccinated people. So they were telling. But the U.S. is like now commercials and tests you can order and buy online that's to me when the business of pharmaceuticals come in they they go from okay we had this public health directive where we're trying to save it and then what they do is then they start going well how do we market this as a product that can live on for a hundred fucking years and that's when to me you have to start asking those questions like Am I being sold a fucking product here? Like, do I need this? If I'm not elderly and immune compromised, do I need this? Or if I don't have rates? As soon as the dick pill company made a vaccine i was like okay it's a business now <laughs> that's that's kind of what i was like all right you see him selling it <laughs> hey does anybody know what hims is what yeah, is it hims is uh like so basically it's an altoid that makes your dick hard uh, no, it's it a, no, they, no it's a it's basically an online company where you can uh you will go and you will talk to a doctor and there's both hims and hers and uh mm-hmm. they and basically you can actually get a number of things from erectile dysfunction which I actually personally believe should be covered by more uh, medical things because having like lifestyle changes, not even just for elderly people, but for people who are have uh, anxieties and uh, who are on other other medications and things like that. I think I think erectile dysfunction is is truly a problem and, and it's a life life thing. So I'm I'm yeah. okay with those companies doing that shit. But hims like so you go on and you'll do like basically like an online doctor visit with that company and then they prescribe it to you and they kind of they're kind of like Zoom care like they own their or kaiser they own all that shit so that they then they can and they work like trader joe's it's like buying dick pills and uh <laughs> mental illness pills at trader joe's it's all private label it's all yeah, like yeah. you know what i mean like they buy all a bunch of dick pills and they're like okay and then if you need dick pills they'll send you dick pills <laughs> this, you know know, this dick pill is everything seasoned it's yeah. right. <laughs> i have no problem with dick pills i think like i know people who who use them and i think i i don't i truly uh don't i I agree i think anything that makes a human being happier or more pleasant to be around is going to be uh it should be preventative care yes you should you know you should be able to get that shit because it stops mall shootings (laughs) exactly Uh, exactly. yeah 
so yeah but um but yeah so i just you know i could i could fan out over your your special over the, yeah. the last year I, I, no i know i know but it was uh like i said i pointed it out on my on my top uh my top list of the years it was yeah, my favorite special of the year. so, so i'm gonna give you Thank a shout you. out because it was uh it was tremendously good and i really strongly suggest people get out in there and watch it and also like and there's a big shout out to watching comedy specials on youtube anymore um discussing that business side i was talking with kyle canane one night out of a show and uh, he was just talking about putting his out on there and just about how it's just kind of the best option for a lot of people now it's just uh you know you can make it's funny you talk to him about that too because that was who i had you know asked about it and he was like i would just do it this way because he's done it you know comedy central he's done it Mm -hmm. netflix he's he's seen it all and i think he's right like open platform youtube has really proven to be like they're, they kind yeah. of fly under the radar like they 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 you don't i don't know they just they just they just exist it's like a weird bulletin board <laughs> you know what i mean you hear yeah. Yeah. terrible things about facebook and google and what instagram is doing youtube kind of just it kind of just is there yeah you know yeah. what i mean it's like this wall like i don't know i honestly think it's our age because the people like the people younger like in the like early 30s to the 20s and in my like 18 year old like youtube is everything like they watch everything on youtube like from like you know like like i i'm always surprised like how well our uh, this show does when we post it to youtube like it's just like people like will really come out and watch the shit me i barely watch anything on youtube so it's like that's why i i try to remind people that like like yeah you can watch way better comedy specials than they have like on netflix on youtube and you know what i mean if you want like real good comedy that right now you go to youtube for it Right. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like if you want to, everything you want is, is there. Right. I, I, yeah. My favorite, my favorite part is <clears throat> like, I'll be like, God, the fucking algorithm is fucked up. All it does is just shows me like videos of people falling off stuff, people getting hurt, like <laughs> all of this. And um, my ex-wife who I'm still very like close to, she's a very good friend of mine. She was like, but that's all you watch. and i was like oh Oh. i hate it because it's me like like people who are like i hate the algorithm it shows me all the worst stuff we'll stop looking at all the worst stuff it's a mirror yeah Yeah. that's just just gonna say who broke this mirror Um, (laughs) why does it look like that yeah why why do i look so hideous in its reflection (laughs) and that's exactly what happens i find i'm like like um, Andrew Orvidal, a wonderful comic who I, I do mm-hmm. uh, a lot of stuff with. And and he, he and I just started trading videos of kids like falling. It's down slides or, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Falling up bicycle, just good fun stuff. The one thing I will say about the algorithm is it's kind of a pusher. It'll just slowly like it'll be like, oh, you like, <laughs> hey, you like that kid that that tried to jump off his roof onto a trampoline and his knees buckled? Well, how about a Russian guy getting ran over by a truck? Like it goes from that to like this guy died. And and I won't watch the whole thing. I'll be like, fuck, that's fucking gnarly. And I'll be like, too far? I read too soon. And then it'll just slowly, it slowly ramps back up to me watching terrible, terrible things. Right? I watch so many, um, I don't know about you guys. I watch a lot of, like body cam video 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I, a real dark algorithm. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. I, um, <laughs> I I find it. I've been I, there. <laughs> I, find, yeah. I, I I like. I'm on record, um, like <clears throat> as a punk kid, uh, as being incredibly anti-cop, incredibly anti-police uh, um, brutality, things like that. Until I watch a body cam of like a like a middle-aged uh, white woman uh, beating up a cop, and then she, when mm-hmm. she gets tased, I'm like, yes. So sometimes <laughs> it's like. It's I, the one I've been watching so much is uh, cops confronting co- people impersonating cops. Cracks me up <laughs> because it's it's the time where where I actually so like I struggle with this a lot because I I train I do jujitsu a lot I love Brazilian jujitsu mm-hmm. like a, most fucking dudes of a certain age do now sure. who don't drink. And I love it and I understand and, and why it's so great. And there are, there's a lot of law enforcement in um, Brazilian jiu-jitsu and there are are a lot of wonderful people that I train with that chose that as a profession for God knows what the fuck reason. Right. Um, But I love them as human beings because when they're there, they're just, we're just people. We don't talk about politics. And, and so uh, there's something special about when a cop confronts somebody that, that they find to be t- super dorky and they are <laughs> really like, because we're like, you're a dork, you know, like there's some dorky about becoming a cop, but then, but then when they meet somebody dorkier than they are, the person is <laughs> impersonating it and they, they just like nip at them and they're like, Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And they, I love their line of questions. It cracks me the fuck up. And, uh, yeah, I uh, it's it's a uh, it's a beautiful thing that uh, anyway, we could go. Uh, there should be a podcast about wh- what the rabbit holes people go down. Oh, God, yeah, exactly. So no, there really should be. We, like, we what, what what rabbit holes are you all on right now? Because I'm on some special ones. The YouTube oh. thing that you brought up is interesting because that's how I find most of my horror trailers. Like I legitimately will start one trailer of a horror movie on YouTube and then I'll just let YouTube do its thing. And then the next thing you know, it's like an hour and a half later. And I'm like, holy fuck. I know about 50 more movies now. And now and I like have to some go real, down these rest. Like yeah. indie ones or like, oh, yeah. Where are your, like, let's talk horror because I love this. Where do you think the best horror movies are coming from right now? Country or? Yeah, country. I mean, I would say myself, I would go South Korea. I think South Korea has made the best, yeah. the best, uh, and it probably maybe South Korea. I really like what Indonesia's doing, like with the, with like the Satan slave stuff. Satan's, and yeah. That's yeah. And, and, yeah. And, uh, there's one other movie from, I can't remember off the top of my head from the same guy from Indonesia, which is pretty cool to see movies from there. And they're very good, but, uh, South Korea is amazing. And of course the French, you know, the French I'm super always... into Spain right now, actually. So. Just really with yeah and and like argentina and stuff like when evil lurks the elderly the passenger who we had uh the director passenger on rules yeah. <clears throat> yeah and and those are really because there's something i don't know they pull me in because of the culture like you can feel the culture more yeah underneath it all and it, that just feels really that cool. adds I mean, a little bit new. of like a foreign kind of eeriness to mm-hmm. it yeah too, yeah sure. but also, yeah. it's also just fascinating and and yeah i love that shit but yeah like i just picked up a, a new zealand the first new zealand horror movie ever made called death warmed up it predates bad taste by three years and that shit is great it's just this like weird like 
<clears throat> like zombie monster mashup thing. It's great. I love like that. I love that kind of shit. You know, the I real independent too. and like independent any any country I think is where it's killing it. Actually, yep. My current horror, <clears throat> my current horror rabbit hole is unfortunately extreme horror. So like I'm, <laughs> uh, this is what I mean by that is I'm pushing I'm pushing my horror tastes to the to the utmost limit of what I can. Yeah. because there's a lot of stuff that i've seen that is like a lot of older like quote-unquote extreme horrors that i've seen that i was always interested in and i like the very independent nature of those films because first off they're not going to get a big budget because they're fucking crazy movies but also like it's kind of it's like me trying to figure out like what people are trying to make as art you know what i mean right right whether right. whether it's like crazy b movie extreme or whether it's like wildly realistic extreme but the point i'm making on that is that my brain is a fucking mess right now from it and i'm all for it <laughs> like i think i'm, I'm into it so <laughs> i mean that that that's like a so we had a, 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 your listeners probably don't know because it was super culty but we had a tv show called those who can't which was a it's a badass <laughs> show guys and yeah. It was uh, we played terrible teachers in a in a high school, not a terribly new press like uh, premise, but we we had a lot of comedians. We we tried to cast mostly comedians, stand up comics as like uh, faculty in the in the show. And every year we did a horror episode. That was that was a thing we always had fun doing rather than Christmas. We did horror episodes. So Hell that. Yeah became like a, the first episode was the first season's horror episode was like a kid is like an angry student is stalking us and has locked us in the school after hours and then the second one is a pov where we we actually shot everything as if we were wearing gopros and uh and bobcat goldthwaite directed that and then uh oh, and then uh, the the last one was like a cabin in the woods horror where we and fuck yeah. And uh, so we all got really because it was really Andrew and one of our writers, this wonderful writer named Jesse uh, Joey Slayman. Joey, she was like really into horror films, and so pushed us into doing a lot of horror spoofs. And man, we had the most fun. <laughs> those were we looked forward to those episodes, even if we were trying to be genuinely scary. It was fun. If we were trying to be campy and hokey, it was fun. If we were trying to be gory, it was fun. Mm -hmm. It was all fun because I don't we talked about this. Um, Jonas, we were talking about a, a, one of the movies. I'm probably jumping ahead. No, no, this is good. No, no, go, 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 okay. go. But you were saying I could defend the movie Malignant. Yeah. I could make it. I loved Malignant yeah. because I think comedy is a part of, and it, and I love how it, it had that twist, like a fucking dusk till dawn twist where it goes from being a really actually frightening jump scare, psychological to completely over the top fucking weird. Bonkers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that fight thing that like, where, <laughs> yeah, it was like and, basket case, John wick. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fucking perfect. Yeah. And I saw that and I was, I laughed. People stood up and laughed out of the theater. I saw it in the theater and people laughed. twice in the theater. Yeah. It, it was, was so awesome. fucking funny. 
to me because it was so fucking there was a part of it when the reveal came that the director had to know like tongue firmly pressed against every single person in that prison cell scene every single person was straight out of an 80s fuck movie that was like chained heat or something like that it was was a hundred percent and then it was just like as soon as that scene happened anybody that already wasn't on board of the fact that this is clearly an homage to like 80s horror and like jallo and stuff like that yeah i was like how the fuck don't you see that now? And then that whole scene happened, and it was just like I wanted to stand up and applaud just for that scene. Yeah, like, exactly. That, it was so good. I got hit in the face by something at that scene that flew over everybody in front of me's heads. Like it skimmed over them and hit me, and I was like, I started laughing. Yeah, I was like, this is so good, and people were like, fuck this shit, and they got up and walked out. Which I guess if you're not a fan, but like. When I was a kid going to the video store to video one in my little town in Winthrop, Maine, a very little town, that was a window to the outside world. Movies were a window to something I couldn't access because I lived in the middle of nowhere and 4,000 people in my town, which was we were the biggest town around. And and so like going there and renting horror movies was like that we used to like love that my i remember seeing like all the prom night movies mm-hmm. I, I loved like hello mary lou prom night two full bush scene hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and like there was there was humor there was nudity there was gore there was there was jumps it, why wouldn't you like it? it's literally got yeah. everything yeah it's it it's a fun time and like and don't get me wrong i like extreme horror i like elevated horror but we were actually talking before you got on um about how like i just uh, this is gonna be one of my recommendations but i'll jump ahead but like i just went to the theater with my girlfriend and we watched night swim which is about a haunted swimming pool um and um and i fucking loved everybody everybody was like oh this movie sucks i'm watching it and i'm like i like it it is exactly what it is like it is a Mm -hmm. swimming pool that eats people and like (laughs) and 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 it's not like some like stupid killer sofa or killer microwave where they're like clearly making fun of itself no they're taking it kind of seriously in the movie like it's definitely got like a poltergeist edge to it it's got a what's kurt russell's kid uh White um, Russell, Wyatt Russell. he stars yeah. in it and stuff like that and uh like uh, the fucking swimming pool like no spoiler alert uh, fucking like possesses people and shit and like it's fucking great like that's what i wanted we left there we had a fucking great time we didn't have to like you know like we didn't have to go through like i've, told, I've talked about this before about um uh taking my first date to see gummo but like you know like but like i don't want to take a first date to see gummo or hereditary or anything like that because those are quiet rides <laughs> home you know what i mean and like and like and like you kind of you don't want the quiet ride home you want the like that was awesome oh how about Man, the I, I fucking loved when i was a teenager i loved harmony corinne and i loved yeah yeah. Uh, I and I loved Gummo far more than kids because I, I were, I mean, that was where I fucking grew up, man. Like, I don't think people sure. understand, like, that we roamed amongst pedophiles, yeah. like, people yeah. who were, I mean, Augusta, Maine, the capital is a very dark place. 
And they released a lot of the people from the mental health, the state's mental health institution into the street, into Section 8 housing. And as young skaters, we bought pills and drugs off these people. Mm -hmm. And man, when I watched that, I was like, I've seen some version of everything in that. Some version of everything in that. Whether it's people having sex with people you should not be having sex with, mm-hmm. whether it's yep. whipping and torturing animals. Mm-hmm. Man, there were kids that did that shit that I grew up around. Like, fuck. Like, I, so, like, there's a guy that I grew up around, like, that ended up becoming a horror writer. His name's Glenn Rolfe. He was, he, we, we played in bl- bands together. He, en- he ended up, he's, always publishing these books like novels like horror novels he's really into the deep underground horror novel scene and stephen king bled into everything that sure sure you know i mean like and i know like stephen liking him is like probably liking the journey of you know um no stephen king fucking fucks yeah yeah yeah, i mean like i think everybody i think stephen king had like everybody was like saturated with king at one point everybody was like oh it's just stephen king and a few of the movies just weren't right but i think everybody's kind of swung a he's turned out to be like sort of like a pretty decent person like you know like arguing for the right shit and b like uh um like his shit has always been fucking good i don't care what anybody says like it's always been good legitimately so um when I was in high school, I ended up going to a vocational school just because regular school was very difficult for me to stay focused, as I'm sure yeah. it was for all of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what, why we got into punk and hardcore. And, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 and so I went to this vocational school. And thankfully, one of the great things we had was a multimedia thing We where when you got into that program, you ran a local cable access station as a high schooler. You actually program did programming you ran cameras you like filled their time slots of like you know you'd have those boards that would show community meetings or whatever on this channel seven on cable and so we ran that and the guy that ran it produced graveyard shift that was his like and so he was very close to stephen king so stephen king came in five or six times when I was there and the most unassuming kind he calls he would call he'd be like hey is Bill there and I'd be like yeah can I tell him who's calling and be like this is Steve he always called himself Steve and uh and when he would come in wearing a flannel always had a bunch of pens and pencils and a spiral notebook in his in the front pocket look big square glasses could not have been (laughs) You would have never guessed that this was the guy who changed horror sure. novel writing, right. like who yeah. brought it to the mainstream. Like you know, the 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 the, the biggest selling. Like he was the, I I don't know, he's the slayer of, uh, you know, he was yeah. The, yeah. the guy that yeah. brought horror to 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 the masses. I think of like at least yeah. well, absolutely. I mean, like, and think. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's it would be impossible to like deny like like his impact on books, on movies, on just horror and storytelling in general. I mean, like, I love Neil Gaiman, but Neil Gaiman writes like he's Stephen King. I mean, like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, like, so we're not even just talking about like influences, and that's no disrespect to Neil Gaiman because Neil Gaiman, no, brilliant, a fantastic writer, fantastic. But but I mean, but like, you're reading it, you're like, 
it's pretty Stephen Kingy, but like, and I think like Stephen King's like kind of like the Ramones, and which is funny because he loves exactly. the Ramones. Is that it's like it's still it's still poppy enough, like it's like horror with like the pop thing, and it's like kind of the, one of the reasons he didn't like the Shining movie is because he 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 wanted it to be more fun. He wanted it to be a story about a family struggling, not this like dark enterprise thing. And, and like, and, and like, I love the Shining movie. I love he, Kubrick. That's why, but I don't he, like it as a Stephen King thing. Yeah, I love it exactly. because it's Stanley Kubrick. He you know, like the the version that was on TV like ten years, fifteen with years with the dude from Wings, with the dude from <laughs> yeah, Wings yeah, and yeah. Rebecca De Mornay. Like yeah. that's the ver- that's the version he likes. That's just his shit. You know what I mean? He likes yeah. like he likes Creep Show, and he likes like to me. Any of the ones that he's liked have sh- have have been shit as adaptations of film because it shows that Kubrick has uh, had an eye as a filmmaker. Sure. And that's a totally different medium. I think right. Kubrick knew that to tell a story that was compelling to everybody as a movie, you, you had to make it truly unsettling. And I think The Shining was that first movie that like horror movie that I saw that was that scared the 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 shit out of me like right. a- actually that, that's also why you have to respect Stephen King for one thing is that he did like an entire closet full of cocaine made one movie and was like you know what i'm going to go back to books yeah. he just like, <laughs> <laughs> right. he, he tried it once and he was like not for me he, <laughs> yo he fucking knocked it out of the park with maximum overdrive right, yeah, maximum overdrive yeah. rules i love maximum overdrive <laughs> oh <Hell> yeah <laughs> and i actually i thought cujo was a a fun adaptation of the book. I thought yeah. that movie was fucking terrifying as yep. well. But yeah. growing up in Maine, horror was because he's on the tip. He's he's Maine's son, you know, like. Yeah. And then just across the border in Laconia, New Hampshire, you have Gigi Allen. Right. And yeah. you have the mix of and uh, those people come from northern new england because it is a very dark place Mm -hmm. it is very dark and so when we we all gravitated towards horror movies when we were kids because i grew up in vermont yeah yeah oh i mean look you look like a scum punker from the northeast (laughs) for real like that's what people like what people in the scene look like like it, it was like I felt like out West, it was low cut vans and shorts and T-shirts and like bleached hair or colored hair. But I feel like back East, it was because of the bands. It wasn't, you know, the descendants who I fucking love. It wasn't necessarily Black Flag or even as you got later, Pennywise and all of these like kind of fat record style bands. What we had was the pissed. We right. had Os Rotten. Right. We had, you, you know what I mean? We had uh, For sure. uh, the Ducky Boys and like, yeah, like it was very like either scum punk, street gutter punk, or it was working class boy skin mm-hmm. stuff. And then you had Gigi who like, God, the blast radius in the main. I mean, the more the I saw so many fucking gnarly things that shows. So, yeah. I mean, people jamming mics, mics in their asses. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> right. uh, I um, I uh, grew up in, you know, I'm originally from Bridgeport, Connecticut, and then, and then, and then I, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, Jesus, I, Connecticut had one of the most violent scenes. Yeah, I mean, the pest is from Connecticut, and um, yeah. yeah, and uh, all those shows at the Anthrax and all that shit's crazy. But uh, mostly, uh, but I mostly grew up in Denver, and yeah, you're right, it's it's different there. It's uh, I moved you out. Grew because, up here. Yeah, I grew up there. I uh, I went to. 
I went to Evergreen High School for a couple of years until I got expelled. I graduated from the Jefferson County Open School in Lakewood. I uh, I moved out of Portland. I moved out of Denver for a long time to Portland. A long time. You ago. were on the prison, the school to prison pipeline. Yep, exactly. Yep, exactly. Yep. I, I know. I know so many people from Evergreen, Colorado. Which yeah. people listening out there probably don't know is it's beautiful. It's, it's in the mountains. It is gorgeous. And it is home to some of the most fucked up people I've met being yeah. in Colorado. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a funny <laughs> town. Um, you know, it's it's a weird skate punk town. Yeah, um, and like um, there's a lot to it. Um, it also has a ton of privilege and a ton of very terrible issues. But um, yeah, but um, and that's uh, so go- funny. I dated I dated somebody for a while that was from there, and the story she would tell me uh it's just crazy anyway yeah. that's so funny yeah i was ex- uh, i was expelled from that high school for no shit for wearing a public enemy t-shirt that's that's a whole no <laughs> yeah. story but uh, um, yeah and um <laughs> but um you know and yeah you are absolutely correct i mean the southern california influence on denver at that time period was huge and so like really what you saw was like the epitaph records like like all those bands came to denver as like their first stop out of like on their way to chicago and everything the yeah. offspring i've seen the offspring like 19 times in denver uh <laughs> no effects song on the sold out door. I mean, all those bands and i i mean in my heart of hearts i mean i liked a lot of that stuff but in my yeah. heart of hearts i've always been like a new york hardcore kid but like i liked a lot of that stuff you know like you know. I, I did too like listen like but but back east it was it was fleas and lice right you know exactly I mean? no totally like, totally it was bands like that, that like i was like oh like blank 77 you know yeah. or, or or and then once the hardcore scene took over god we've turned this from a horror podcast into <laughs> hardcore sorry it happens, it happens, it happens. <laughs> but there but but there is a a very heavy like crossover there yeah know? no i know i think i mean i mean we've had a lot of hardcore people on and talked about uh you know we've had billy from biohazard and uh awesome. we have a, yeah he's great um and he's exactly how you think he's gonna be um and jerry. uh terrifying yeah, yeah, yeah we had uh we, had, we just had a uh, jerry a on from poison idea and uh you know oh. what i mean and, and there's like you know there's there's a ton of there is a ton of crossover in and in, in music in general and and, I mean, you're going to be pretty hard pressed to find people in hardcore bands or metal bands that aren't horror fans too. For whatever yeah. reason, if you are if you are a fan of that, now I think you can be a horror fan without being a fan of that stuff. But it's very hard to imagine somebody who's like, yeah, I love uh, King of Punk with like the fucking scraped with a fork stomach uh, cover. Um, yeah. And I don't, but I don't really like to watch horror movies. I just don't, <laughs> I, I just don't right. think, you know what I mean? Like I, just I was don't. just in Generation Records yesterday and downstairs they have all the metal, punk, hardcore shirts and then a whole section for just horror movies. Because yeah, just it is all <laughs> about embracing the dark side. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Truthfully, the shadows. Yep. Honestly, honestly, Ben, if we weren't if we weren't hard crunched for time with you today, this could be a two and a half hour episode. Oh, dude. Just like splitting it between. That's why I'm saying. Just tell music. me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, 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 I want to. I want to big up your uh, uh, spells. Oh. Spells fucking rules. Horror. Yeah, horrifying band terrifying (laughs) (laughs) no but while we're on music uh uh, staying in is the new going out is fucking i love that song so much and i just i've been listening to like a lot of your stuff lately and it's got a like i hear a lot of vindictives and and boris the sprinkler oh man i'll take that 
<laughs> like, we we like started that band for the same reason people start ska band started ska bands it's, it was right. like how do we just have fun yeah. and not right. take this so seriously and then i end up writing stuff that s- sounds happy and upbeat like staying in is the new going out but is really about like my crippling anxiety and right I, <laughs> i'm a shut-in like i don't you know, like being around people is difficult, you know? Um, and I, I think like, yeah, that means a lot. I like getting recognized more for the band more often. Now it's happening more often. And it, that always, I was in green Bay on tour with, um, off with their heads. Fantastic mm-hmm. band. Fucking and, love them. Yep. Yeah. And Ryan is, if you ever want a great interview, so funny, I mean, uh, uh, I, I, hey Ryan, if you're like, listening, please. Yeah. I'll tell him, I'll no, talk he, to him. yeah, I mean, he can email me back. I have emailed him because JT. Anyway, anyways, we can. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell him because okay. he's he's just like a really he's a big comedy nerd, big movie nerd, and right. and uh, when I was on tour with them, opening like doing stand up, I was at the merch table and somebody came up with their phone back to me, so I couldn't see it with their husband, this woman, and she was like, "See, I told you it's him." And I'm thinking it's about those who can't because that's nine times out of 10 would get recognized from. And I was like, yeah. And then when they turned the phone around, it was a photo of spells. Oh, shit. That's awesome. We've seen you at fest. You guys fuck. You're awesome. And I was and I I almost started crying. I'd rather play music more than act or or do stand up. I love the both of those too as well but music's just so much more fun it's it uh, kicks ass but let's talk let's talk the movies because we do only have a okay yeah um, okay all right, all right so uh, keeps trying to get us back on track I listen I, I, I like i said man we did you shut your dumb fucking, fucking mouth time. daddy and his friends are talking now anyway is he always like this like, yeah i know it's it's, 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 it's terrible it's terrible it's usually you know? ryan that does this shit i have yeah. to step in yeah you know i see his posts on facebook <laughs> and they're long-winded and they're self-righteous carry up my own ass <laughs> and i didn't see this coming just the guy that just wants to get it right back on the rails yeah <laughs> it's like a, it's, it's, no, just, normally normally i'm the rails guy so i mean like yeah, but it's uh I'm but it's uh, going off. Yeah, yeah both yeah, these yeah. guys are like in their own fucking shit and i'm right. over here like, well, oh, okay. like let's let's uh, let's wrap this up no. okay uh, no, um so um um so like if you like so we're talking about kind of, a brain fart That's yeah now you're like you know <laughs> great now um I, so if you're going to if you're gonna like like if you're gonna go watch a movie tonight what are you watching are you gonna pick something from a24 you gotta do something like that what are you in most likely in the mood for are you now you you like myself are somebody who struggles with anxiety and that's either way for me sometimes i can lean into it with like a fucking anxious thing sometimes when i'm really upset i like listening to blood for blood because they're upset too sometimes yeah. when i'm sometimes when i'm anxious i like another anxious movie it's like it's like like more cocaine calms you down sort of situation you know it's yeah. like so um like like or are you uh i'm gonna go ahead and fucking do like the like we're gonna watch some strong of the dead and fucking chill I think if I'm going to turn on something at night, usually I read. I like, I mean, I tend to read more, but I, 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 uh, I think if I'm going to watch something, we were, I, I mean, I don't really watch movies all that much. Right. I, like I watch a, a problematic amount of fighting, uh, like <laughs> UFC and PFL. And right. then I watch just a, a enough 
uh, competitive grappling to dry every vagina within a hundred <laughs> of my apartment. But if I were to turn on a movie, uh, I tend to watch like like stuff that's like I like uh, that movie. Everything is illuminated. Did you ever see that with the uh, I have it. And it's a fantastic. It's weird. It's avant garde kind of strange. Sure. I tend to like stuff like that. Horror movies. We were talking. I went and saw Lamb in the theater, and I fucking, <laughs> I fucking loved it. That's right. <laughs> I, it, and I, what I liked about it, because I'm a huge Western movie buff as well. What I liked about that movie is that the landscape was part of the, was a character in it. Mm -hmm. And I like uh, horror films where the isolation and the death, like the 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 deserted nature of it is part of what also makes it as terrifying. Um, what's that movie with Sam? Uh, was it called Moon? Uh, with oh, Sam. yeah, with Sam Rockwell. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I really liked Moon because I thought the isolation is what made it even more fucking terrifying. So I tend to, when I watch scary, like horror films or psychological films, I, I tend to watch things that uh, go to that place of isolation. Um, I, I, I don't know why that. Yeah, I even found that with um, uh, my brain is drawing it. The the one uh, about the family in the 1800s, the witch. The witch. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I liked the witch because they felt so isolated. And I think that that's why The Shining was so terrifying to me was the 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 that the landscape and being landlocked played a, a role in that. So I think if I'm going to watch, it'll be movies like that if I'm going to turn something on. No, and I love that too. And I love I love an isolated an isolated sort of situation. And I think what's uh, one you have seen that you like especially lately from all of you going round robin an isolation one that you can think of. Mm. I've got two I can think of. Well, one is they're not really isolation, but it's very, it's, it's the, the, the landscape and the survival and they're alone a lot of the time, except when they're getting beaten to death, right. which oh, is yeah. the name beaten of the movie. Death, yeah. Beaten to death is the name oh, of the movie. That's it's Australian. I'm writing that it's down. fucking great. And then <clears throat> as far as landscape, uh, the the Argentinian movie when evil lurks that, okay. that the country there that's filmed is fucking gorgeous and the backdrop to such a crazy possession brutal film is really yeah. incredible to me but um, yeah I don't know every time I think of like isolation I think of alien and that's not really a isolation uh, no but, but that is very... an isolation movie yeah yeah terrifying yeah. because it's yeah. space it's exactly. the same, like there's a camping this movie sucks. Objectively, <laughs> it sucks. Right. But I kind of loved it. Was it Event Horizon? Oh, it's Event like, Horizon oh, rules. That a does not suck at all. I, I have a, I have an Event Horizon poster right there. I, oh, fucking, I, mean, I mean, it kind of sucks, but it, it kind of sucked. But it was kind of great, and I because yeah. I. When they said like, "Oh, where we're going, you don't need eyes to see," you were like, oh, come on." You know what I mean? But, but it was yeah. the right line for that moment. Yeah, he yeah. Got yeah, his own fucking eyes out. And man, did I love Event Horizon! I thought that that was that was another one where it was like isolation. Like, yeah, holy yeah. fuck, you're in the middle of the vast expanse of space. I love movies like that because I go to that place like if I was trapped there. Jonas, you're up. Next question because I'm writing these down. <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine. Actually, I will throw one of my recommendations out right now because uh, I just got this and revisited it, and it's the movie Bug. 
Whoa, I've not seen that's that. That's a good one. <laughs> it's from it's from 2006. It's got Michael Shannon and uh, oh, Ashley Judd. Michael and Shannon. yeah, it's a, it's a fucking isolation horror for sure because almost it's the like math movie, horror. Yeah, almost the entire movie takes place in a motel room between those two, and it's them having a paranoia horror about bugs under their skin, and it's uh, from William Friedkin, and it's fucking awesome. Oh, I'm gonna check that out. I've not seen that. All yeah. right, Ryan, you're up. I'm going to go witches in the woods. Number one, um, because it's just, uh, they get, they get stuck and it's kind of a snow situation and yep. you kind of don't know who's who and what's going on. So witches in the wood, kind of an underserved movie, but it's just the kind of shit I like. Um, the lodge, um, is, uh, oh, is, yeah. the lodge is really great. Oh and, yeah. And then I'm going to go I like the lodge. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a fun movie and a lot of people no. like picked it apart, but like, it's also like, I don't know. Like it's but just, I kinda, liked it. Yeah. I, I liked the it. Same way. I, I liked it. I liked yeah. it too. And then, uh, lastly, I'm going to go, um, I mean, I just watched it again. Um, cause I watch it all the time is 30 days a night. And it's really just like, because they just have nowhere to go because they are snowed into the town. It's dark for 30 days yeah. and there's, and there's fucking vampires and like, that. and like, it's a great comic book series. Read the graphic novels, read the, read the, read the trades. They are all very good. Even the new stuff, the crossover with the X-Files. Very good. It's um, also a great name for a, absolutely yeah. Pretty yeah. Name yeah, for yeah, totally. Yeah. So yeah, so um, that's those are <clears throat> those are my three. I mean, besides of course the thing, and besides the uh, you know the Shining, you know what I mean. Like those are all uh, also excellent. Mount Rushmore films. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So Ben, we only got like ten more minutes with you. Yes. So I I actually do want to hear your answers for our Sinister Six. So okay. I yeah, think uh, I think Graham let's should jump into that. All right, um, <clears throat> we're going with the new Sinister Six. Okay, uh, Chucky or Pinhead? Oh, is this to me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Chucky. All opinion questions. Chucky, what an Chucky. what an asshole! <laughs> <laughs> Chucky, Chucky's a stand-up comic. Yeah, I'm telling you, like, just, sure. <laughs> like I, I, I think it's I for me. Uh, the child's play films are so fucking stupid and great, and gr I they hit me right at the right age. Chucky, I argue I arguably probably... the best complete horror franchise that there is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It's yeah. so good. Well, if it th they saved it too because like the last like the last four of those movies have been absolutely fantastic, super fun, self aware. Like the energy yeah. is really great, campy, fun. They fucking like nearly revived it. It made it better than it would have ever been. So it's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was right at the time that like Teddy Ruxpin and all of these like it was a perfect like yep uh, epiphany as some of something to write a film about that was in the public consciousness at that time. Totally, totally. Sure. It, what was it? Was it my buddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or, no, it, my buddy was like another another doll. Yeah, and then, and then he's uh, and he's a good guy. Oh, are you asking? It was it the my no, buddy? My buddy was like that. The Funny real thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like actually bought. I could, Ooh, I yeah. could, yeah. I could literally sing the song. I don't my know why. Buddy, my buddy, my buddy, 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 my buddy. Yeah. Um, I my go. buddy and me. <laughs> go. That's right. Yeah. It's right. like why that's stuck in my head. And like, if you put a gun in my it's head, psychotic. Forever. <laughs> it was truly <laughs> fucking psychotic. It was a psych They wrote 
they basically handed this guy half the script. Like, what happens if the military put fucking chips in this thing and it kills everybody? <laughs> All right. What's yeah. number two? <laughs> Is Bigfoot real? No. <laughs> Cool. All right. All right. I kind of figured. I hate to say that. Do I? No, no. That's side question. Addendum off of that. uh, A little uh, a bullet point. Do I wish he was real? Yes. 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 But I believe assholes have hunted. uh, I mean, we find some species, but usually they're things that are so small. They were. We thought they were this, but it's a new species. I just think it's so difficult for for a primate of that size to live right but do i want it to be real yeah that would hell be yeah fucking <laughs> just that people we want to believe that the earth still has some mysteries that we've not mm-hmm. unlocked totally i think that's going to be the deep ocean i yeah, think yeah. there's stuff down there that we haven't uh and below ice shelves and frozen in permafrost which is what we're discovering like amoebas and all kinds of weird shit that's going to come out of suspended animation that's going to be awesome <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be fucking and it's going to save us or kill us one way one way one way or another one way exactly all right all right all right uh what movie would you remake man that is that's a really that's a really good question i mean i could go like cohen's brother cohen brothers and like say i would maybe there's a there's a fantastic old western called the oxbow incident that was basically a very early indictment of the death penalty and the problems that could come with it and mob mentality and i think it would be cool to do as a modern western um like as like just a statement on like you know you you could use that of them publicly persecuting somebody without actually knowing for sure that the person is guilty of what they did. Um, but uh, yeah, I would say I, I would, I would say something like that or like a remake of the man who shot Liberty Valance or something. Mm-hmm. Oh some yeah. Classic Western. I would love to do that. I would love to make a Western that is, it's already been done. I'm not saying this is a new <clears> idea, <throat> but I would love to do my own take on a, on a campy, 70s western they sort of did it with the ballad of uh buster scruggs Mm -hmm. you know like oh yeah yeah where you have the guy who sings and plays guitar but it is horrifically violent right like when the (laughs) violence does and they're all dressed out of cowboy catalogs and and you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but when the violence comes the violence is fucking real you know and i like that yeah but they've already sort of there's people who have done that. What was that one that was the, the cast was entirely black um, and it was fucking fantastic. It was so fucking weird. Oh, um, what is that movie called? Ma- uh, you know what I'm talking about? It was a yeah, Western. Yeah, it was. It was, the was. Ma- not the Magnificent Seven. No, 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 no. no. It's uh, what is that movie? It's got a uh, 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 Idris Elba's in it. No. Idris Elba's in it um, yeah. and all that stuff where they kidnap the they yes. kidnap him at the beginning. God, what is the name of that movie? If people it's, are listening. Tell us what it's called. But yeah, it's exactly. Fantastic. Yeah, it's it's totally fantastic. I, it's really weird. It's a, it's like Malignant, where you partway through, you're like, this kind of does this suck, or are they intentionally doing it? And right. they're intentionally doing it. <laughs> like it is 100 aware of what it is doing, and it's fucking fantastic. So that uh, I I would say something like that. Awesome. All right. If you could erase one movie from existence, 
what would it be? Anything. And it doesn't, doesn't have, have to, to be horror. horror. Uh, uh, anything. Oh, my God. You're wearing the Infinity Gauntlet, and you can snap one movie out of fucking existence. <laughs> Just gone. I'm trying to think of a movie that I... Honestly, I thought Juno was such a piece of shit movie. <laughs> I, lo- I love it. I That's love it. That's a great it. answer. That's a great I answer. I fucking hated Juno. I didn't I see that it, coming. I love that. I was like, what am I missing? What is this? The dialogue sucks. It's so forced. It, I missed it. The only part is that Kimya Dawson and the Moldy Peaches are are great. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, I th- I just thought the rest of the movie was, it's, was like it, an aberration. I, it's I, like... I it's like the it's like all those end of Gen X ish movies that came out during that time period are all pretty bad when you go yeah, back yeah. and look at it. You know what I mean? There was like some sort of like false like 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 white lesson to learn. You know what I mean? Like about yeah, like, like, like growing bites. up, you know, right. Like, and like, right, it's just the reality bites is still kind of more solidly. I'm talking like beautiful girls, uh, uh, Juno, a little bit of ghost world. Like yeah. when they were still, when they were still trying to be arty. Yeah. But they, what's crazy is they made ghost world, but to me a better movie in that like genre or that style no one knows about it. it was made by Steve Buscemi. The movie Trees Lounge. Yeah, Trees Lounge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've yeah. loved Trees Lounge. Yeah, but Ghost World mm-hmm. went a little too like, yeah, exactly. Nineties art film. Yeah, and it exactly. Was, it was right. weird. It was Juno was written by the same writer as Jennifer's Body, which I'll always yeah. Jennifer's hype Body up. is great, and everybody <laughs> fucks up from time to time. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it's true. It's so and, I just didn't like it. I get and, why people okay. like it. No, it's, it's fair. Fun. And I'm gonna yeah, be no, honest. I'm gonna like be it. honest. The success of Juno probably paved the way for him to uh, to her, release yeah, her, or to her to to uh, um, you know do uh, Jennifer's Body. But yeah, yeah. that being yep. said, yeah, I don't like Juno either, and I fully get exactly why you don't like it. And I just think yep. that, like, I mean, like, no one talks all, like that. All exactly like those movies. I'm gonna be honest with you. People are gonna think I'm crazy, but I actually feel that way about Dazed and Confused too. Like I just like I like I think Dazed and Confused was just terrible. So I. I, I, All right, what's next? Because we're gonna get killed for that one. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. I'm I'm, I'm good. We got two more questions. (laughs) Two more. Um. All right, I'll make this uh quick. Midsummer or Hereditary? Midsummer. Nice. Uh, yes. We rarely get midsummers on yeah, here. Way better. I'm a midsummer. I didn't guy. like what's the other the franchise of movies with uh I always forget the name with the clairvoyant like couple that the, the Oh the conjuring. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't I fuck lost those movies. I fuck <laughs> those Graham movies. hates them. I, I, I can't fucking stand those two as characters. It's because they're cunts in real life. They're cunts. Yeah, they're awful. <laughs> but the, they're charlatans. The same dude that did the first one and probably a few others did Malignant. So Ooh, there you go. Remake of fine. a horror, though. I just thought of it that I would do because it was my, my favorite horror movie as a kid. And I would love to remake it because I think you could do it modern and, and cool. People under the stairs. Yes. Yes. If it's being, re- it's it. being remade by Jordan Peele. 
Yep. Is yep. it really? Yep. Yeah. yeah. He's not directing, off. but he's producing. That's gonna be so. Are you? I'm my dick just got hard. So yeah. Hard. yeah. I'm not shitting you at all. Hard, yeah. Oh my god, I fucking love that movie. And there was a message that landlords are fucking terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're they're destroying uh, a like great neighbor. Uh, fuck yeah, that's great. All right, Hell never yeah. mind. And you know what I said that at the beginning, Jordan Peele and I. Yeah. Pretty yeah, much yeah. the same person. Yeah, of pretty course. much. I, I, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought we were having Jordan Peele on. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I think. All right. The last, last one. one. I'm, in, I'm excited about this one. I, I'm interested. Basement or attic? Oh. <laughs> you mean to live in or, or just, just, just whatever. Which, whatever. Hide which in you prefer? Whatever. Yeah. Which one's there. scarier? However you want to go. <laughs> Oh God! Where to bury the bodies or hide uh, the bodies? <laughs> this is the answer oh, you're going out tough. on. Ben. Uh, I would say it's pro- it's got to be the basement for me. Right. I don't know though. That's a that's the toughest question. <laughs> I'd say it's probably the basement. I actually wanted to write a bit about how every teenager at some point during their upbringing had come up with the brilliant idea that they were going to move to the basement if they mm-hmm. had one. And then when you move down there, you realize all your shit's wet all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like everything is, but it's not fully wet. It's not enough to dry. It's damp. It's, it's damp. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's not, it's not fully damp to the touch. Like it doesn't come off on your hands, but it's when you're right. underneath it, you're like, I'm hypothermic. Like something <laughs> it's off about the smell and right. the way. Uh, so I would think it has to be the basement. And I would think if you're burying bodies, you wouldn't do it up in the attic because it would leak That's through true. everything. I, I don't know. I feel like they find lots of bodies like in the attic, like people wrap them up and stick them up there and then they dry out. I mean, I feel like it's like a bad place thing. to put them. Yeah, they turn them, they turn, they, they turn them, they, they turn to jerky. I think they're it's better like a meat smoker. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, a, it's like a, yeah, it's like, I didn't the, even think of that. Yeah. Like well, you could, I mean, I guess like living down in the basement would be far better because it's just, you know, it's not as cold during the winters and it's not as hot during the summers whereas fuck you get every bit so i think the more horrifying place is probably the attic plus i think the critters that live in an attic growing up in maine are far more that's where bat spider like fucking like like varmints that get up in the you know what i mean whereas the basement you know you get some mice you get some some bugs but for the most part you know it's just wet right (laughs) all right ben we love the shit out of you man and i know you got to get out of here and it's like we're gonna have you back for round two please let's do this if you guys can do it at this time let's do a round two let's keep talking (laughs) Uh, but i doubt your listeners are gonna want that uh, oh, they no, will. Uh, no, they I, will. I think people, no. people are going to be like, this guy's voice is. <laughs> uh, but, but I love this, and I love just, uh, this, this, just the format. I love just bullshitting about cool stuff with yep. cool yep. people, and you all are the fucking best. And it's always good to see your faces at festivals and stuff. And hopefully, uh, I get to see you all again very soon. Fuck yeah, man! Come up here. I'm, yeah, I, I, I I'm will. in New York. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll come to. I'll. I want to go to all. Where are you all in different places? Well, they're in, Bro- New York, New York. We're in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. They're in Brooklyn. Yeah, okay. I'm. I'm in Portland. So just go. Okay, come to Portland. It's yeah. I want to come up anyway. I want to just come and visit and do a couple shows and just hang out. But 
Uh, I'll definitely keep you posted if I get out either way, but I love you guys, and right. thank you for having me. We on. love Absolutely, you. Absolutely, man. Yeah, we'll have you back soon. All right. You guys be well. All right. All right. Take care, Brad. All right. Bye-bye. Later, Ben. <laughs> ben Roy is the fucking coolest. He is really the best. Yeah. Like, that was, that was uh, awesome. yeah, I could, uh, I could talk to that guy for probably... We could literally talk for three hours with him. Minimum. Yeah, like it would not, and it wouldn't. It would fly by. He's yeah. like, and the funny thing is, is like, what what I love about Ben is the for all our listeners is that's who he is. This wasn't an act, you know. Some no, people, that's hundred percent, and he is like that on stage. He is like that in person. He is like that. Like when we were, when we were hanging out in Austin, he'd look at me and he'd be like, "So, uh, do you think I should go get uh, Panda Express?" And I'd be like, <laughs> "Yeah." Ben Roy, uh, go, 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 go get some Panda Express, man. Like, yeah, yeah, I think I am. Um, no, but uh, Ben is a uh, great. He is literally one of my um, uh, one of my uh, comedy icons. I like to. Uh, I, I I rarely tell people how much of fans. Are, oh, although we do fan out on this show it's a lot. We do. Yeah, and I love it. But like, so yeah, I'm not going to you guys hear our Bomani J story episode where <laughs> yeah. we literally pissed his ass the whole fucking yeah. time. We're just yeah. like, oh, did we like this? And then we like that. But I really feel that. <laughs> way about ben as somebody who um you know has a similar background and a similar worldview as ben um i look up to him a lot in in what he what he does and his accomplishments i think his comedy is fucking super honest and it comes from a super good place and he is one of those very very rare comedians that um um you know kyle canane's another one who uh who really just is really just that's just who they are in person and they're able to just really you know like uh, i think all of us comics are looking for that you know what i mean yeah. like this is me and you know like my stand-up is me but it's like an extended version of me it's still sure char- it's still like a little character you know what i mean but like but ben man like he just gets up there and i just i actually think on stage he's more him you know what i mean like he's as like somebody <laughs> as somebody who has known ben for a long time I can tell you guys that the person that you just heard on the podcast and saw on the podcast is exactly the same person that you will see on stage. The only difference is that the guy on stage is going to sit on your table and yell it <laughs> in your face. Like, right. So he's that guy and that's just him. And like, honestly, you know, like I, I was not even just saying it because he had a limited amount of time with us today, but absolutely we're going to have him back like soon because he is one of those dudes that we can just talk to. And I think all of our listeners here, we're you guys are going to love him. Like the more you hear from him, you guys are going to fucking love the shit out of him. And please, after you turn this off, Go to YouTube if you haven't watched the hyena stand up. Yeah. It's my favorite special last last uh, year. Um, it is so freaking good. It is so like funny and real and and he's just uh, I, I mean like is he a storytelling comic or is he just a I don't know I don't even know how to describe kind of but he's just like a dude and he's just like and he's just funny as fuck and uh, and it's exactly what we want to see. He yeah. also has a bunch of albums out on streaming just so everybody knows. He does. I, like, he has like. It, four and i've been yeah. listening to them all they're, they're really all good. of them are fucking hysterical yeah dude. they really I, are when i like this is something like a little inside baseball thing for people that don't know about comedy stuff when you open for a comic like a lot of times you they'll just give you some of their merch 
like that just you know like if you want a t-shirt or a fucking cd or like whatever you know whatever the case is i can tell you that most of the time i'll pop the cd and i'll listen to it and then it just i it never gets seen from again it goes into a fucking box or something like that because we live on the internet now but for years when i moved from place to place i still kept ben's cd because I fucking didn't know if it was going to be on streaming. And sometimes, like, you know, they just, for whatever reason, like, you know, record companies and shit and rights and things like that, they just don't translate sometimes to streaming. So I kept that thing. And it's because it was such a good album. Like, and that was 10 years ago. And to this day, a 10-year-old comedy album from him is still better than half of the shit that you hear today. So absolutely support him, man. His yeah. band, his comedy, and yes, spells. absolutely. Go. Yeah, dude. What, like, listen to spells. Also, for sure, go watch his TV show. Like, I'm. It's mm-hmm. a bummer that it didn't get renewed for more because it's such a good show. It's called Those Who Can't. Um, it fucking rules. So definitely go check that out too. It's also got like Rory Scovel and a bunch of other really great standups who are also also not even just standups, but also like good people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people that like um. Because uh, believe it or not, in stand-up comedy, as much shit gets talked about stand-up comics, 90% of them, especially at, at that level, are actually pretty yeah. cool. You know what I mean? It's actually... unfortunate that the 10% that are pieces of shit just happen to smell really bad. So, like, you right. it just it, unfortunately, it gets yeah. more more coverage than they should. And I'm, I'm not going to name any names, but 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 uh, I will tell you, in the big comics that I have met who are at a level, like uh, Ben Roy and Derek Sheen and Brian Postane and, and Kyle Kinane and all those guys, those guys are all fucking Good legit. People. Like, I mean, Kyle Kinane will, like, just come to a comedy show and, like, watch your set and, like, just, like, talk to you afterwards. And you're like, and it's, like, weird, it, like, in the length of time that I've known him, like, just, like, he's like, oh, hey, what's up, Dan Lee? And you're like, you're sitting there and it's like, you know, like, hey, I'm, I, I'm proud of my comedy and I do a lot of great comedy, but still, like, being in the presence of those people is still, uh, still, yeah. a, still a thing, you know? And, uh, and, um, you know, like uh, the Eric Bergstroms of the world, and just the really who people I consider great, and um, all those people have been like, like it's just nice that like comics are still comics. You know what I mean? Like comics are still like they still fucking hang out at comedy shows. They still fucking sit there and talk about shit. They still like, I mean, even Jerry Seinfeld still kind of a comic. Like he'll still like fucking like hang around. You, know, you need he, to hang out in New York more because that right. is an inaccurate statement. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm actually getting it. I'm actually getting it off of what you told me. So that's why I said it. But anyways, um, ah, uh, so that's why I, that motherfucker moved out to the Hamptons. <laughs> Well, like, of course he moved to the Hamptons. He's got a billion dollars. Yeah, what, yeah. what are you going to do? Like rent a fucking. Yeah. I mean, he comes like... in, he comes in and he bumps hosts and he does his same fucking thing that he's done for the last 20 years. See, I'm getting, he called the cops right now. You hear that shit in the background? <laughs> I'm talking <laughs> shit. Would it, would it be hilarious if Jerry listened to this and now he's like, fuck that. I'm never doing that show now. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, you know what? <laughs> it's fine. Jerry, Jerry, come on here and defend your, defend your honor. I, I'm just saying, well, I mean, of course he's going to bump a host. If, I mean, if it's all about the crowd, if a fucking, if a fucking Jerry Seinfeld shows up, who's, are you not going to put him on? 
No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that he comes up and he doesn't, he's not a comedian anymore. Like he doesn't, he, the difference between him and a Kyle Kinane, and yes, this will be shit talking on Jerry Seinfeld. Sorry, Jerry. <laughs> but this is the difference between him and a Kyle Kinane. Kyle Kinane will come to a show. He might not actually bump somebody, but if he does, whatever, he'll sit there and he'll fucking talk with you and hang out and he'll do shit with you after the show. He'll actually pick your fucking brain as a comedian and he'll have a conversation with you. Jerry Seinfeld could not get out of a fucking venue quick enough and avoid every single fucking comic that may actually want to shake his hand and say hi to him. So that that's sounds like a dream. Difference. Yeah, that's get the fuck the out and not talk to anybody. The Irish goodbye. <laughs> yeah, and I'm listen, I am king. I am the king of the Irish goodbye because the part of comedy that I hate is the hang. I will I will always lay on that cross because that's who I am. I don't like the hang. But if you're somebody who is of that level and you have people that respect you in this business, then yeah, shake their fucking hand and say hi. Okay. At the mm -hmm. fucking very least. So yes, be more like a Kyle Kinane and be less like a fucking Seinfeld. I will say that all, all day long. Thanks Recomm to our listeners. Uh, what, what, <laughs> recommend, <laughs> recommendations. Graham, what do you got? Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> what did I just watch? Uh, oh, I just watched uh, uh, the killing of a sacred deer for the first time. Oh shit! And oh, really? I, yeah, I, I absolutely loved the lobster, and and it it was that kind of movie where I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna just jump right into the killing. And then he finally he put out Poor Things, and I heard it's basically a Frankenhooker remake. So I'm very it interested rules. in that. Yeah. And um, yeah, I heard really good things. So I was like, I should probably fill in the blanks here. And so I watched that and fuck, that was great. Absolutely fantastic. I love that movie a lot. And and look at it. I like the movie that that Barry uh, Keegan guy was in, apparently. Mm -hmm. yeah. <clears throat> so that's awesome. Um, He's great and uh, I don't know if I said it last time, but um, Slower is an album I've been listening to lately. Did I talk about this? The 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 doom band the doom super group with oh uh, you fucking you mentioned them but like all it slayer, was a brief mention yeah it's it's called slower and it's all slayer uh uh, uh covers with female vocals hmm. so i fucking love it doom slayer yeah it's it's really cool and that's all nice um, I did one of my recommendations on the episode of Bug. That's my physical media recommendation because you can still get it from Imprint Media. Um, and that is an Australian company that does like region free Blu-rays. So you don't have to have a fancy Blu-ray player for it. Um, I also rewatched St. Maud recently and I forgot how fucking wild that movie is. Um, I love it. I, I yeah. remember when I watched it the first time, I was kind of like iffy on it, but. Uh, upon a rewatch it's actually a fantastic movie has one of my favorite endings uh yeah that ending quite a long great. time <laughs> endings wild um and uh i'm looking forward to the box of extreme like fucking crazy ass movies that i'm getting from wild eye releasing here soon uh all sorts of great titles like beaten to a pulp devil's weekend sodomaniac <laughs> like <laughs> all sorts of crazy shit so Shout out to Wild Eye Releasing because they're sending me a bunch of uh, physical media to review uh, here on our wonderful little podcast that we have here. Um, and uh, music wise, um, I actually just got tickets to see Kim Dracula in New York. Nice. So I'm uh, revisiting their stuff. Um, 
it's impossible to explain so just go listen to the album it's all over the fucking place it's very chaotic and it's very fun um it's it's wild so yeah that's what i got um Ryan, I don't know. what you got i don't know if i did i did did we recommend the new pete davidson special on this yes i think so yeah. okay i've recommended okay. it but you know i think i talked about it too I yeah it. yeah uh, so the new, uh, new new pete davidson specials uh very good uh go watch that throw him that it's uh it really just shows what the how good of a stand-up he is like his last special was great i loved it um you can definitely tell that he's focused more on stand-up now because the last one he was still on snl and yeah with ariana grande and that whole time period and stuff like that it feels like now he's more focused on uh on on that and um, um it's a it's a fucking killer hour so um it's it's the growth uh, in this one is really good and like just it's very noticeable yeah and For sure and uh you know between between the uh, nick mullen and uh and uh um, you know uh, Ben Roy and Pete Davidson and all these uh, specials it, it just really goes to show you that that whole thing about like oh, you can't even make jokes anymore is such bullshit like these it's guys ridiculous. are writing guys are writing like amazing amazing comedy edgy comedy approaching tough subjects like things like that but are able to do it as as talented people don't let anybody tell you any different yeah can yeah. you can you not swipe at low-hanging fruit maybe mm-hmm. as easy as you used to that's a good thing. You know what I mean? And you watch yeah, like yeah. Pete, you watch Pete Davis and talk about fucking, you know, people fucking his mother the whole time. And like, and it's funny and it's great and it's <laughs> not comfortable. And it's like, you know what I mean? He but makes like, a joke about himself doing it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm taking one for the team. You know, I mean, like, so Pete Davidson, fa- fantastic special. Um, really appreciate it. Um, uh, I'm watching, so I'm going back and watching all, all the, so I loved, loved, loved the first season of, uh, True Detective, right? Yeah. Loved it. Um, I heard the second season was so terrible and I am not a Vince Vaughn fan. And, uh, um, and you so watch better Vince Vaughn movies. Then. Well, oh, <laughs> like um anyways um i like even though it's with that that dude that's like cell block is like one of the reasons i don't like him because he's like he's definitely like leaning into like the i'm the all right funny guy you know what i mean like that's his whole spiel vince vaughn and i just don't fuck with it um and so all right yeah um oh, i and, didn't know that yeah yeah he's a he's a, he's one Ooh. of hollywood's conservatives um oh, and um oh, damn it did you guys not know this no about no. vince vaughn yeah no, no yeah, yeah big time. i've never once heard that that's why he's in that's why he's in that guy's movies if you notice that guy puts conser- like you know like kurt russell for a long time was like a hollywood conservative he's not so much anymore he's more medium now but because he's not complete but that's why he was in uh but like mel gibson um he the guy he fills him with yeah, uh, yeah. yeah um that's like his deal i'm sure i'm sure the star of the next whatever brutal uh like far-right fantasy movie this guy makes uh will be um uh will star fucking uh uh what's that asshole with the red hair uh com- comedian content creator uh what's his name uh what? <laughs> not not Caraton. JP Sears. Um oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um yeah, JP Sears, if you're listening, uh call me Go up next yourself. Yeah, call me up next time in your town. I, I want to chat. Um anyways, <laughs> um 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 but like so so I just didn't watch it. Everybody said it was terrible, anyways, right? It was bad. Uh, 
it was bad. So I started, I heard the new, new season was good. So I actually skipped season three because I was just kind of like, there is dope. But the, well, can you let me let me finish my? Oh, sorry. Story. Let me finish my <laughs> my recommend. Um, so I watched the first ep- couple episodes of uh, four, and it's fucking great. Like season four, Jodie Foster is fucking awesome. It takes place yep. in Alaska. It's straight up horror. Like it's it's straight up like it feels like a Flanagan fucking gig. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's it's got that sort of energy to it. It's a uh, you know it deals with native shit and it deals with like you know what I mean and all that. I love all that stuff. You know what I mean and. Uh, um, you know, I think it's important and I, you know, and the fucking horror element is fucking good. And the third episode, there's like a Strong. straight, there's a straight up horror scene. And like, that just came out yesterday and I watched it. I was like, Oh fuck. It's like one of my favorite horror tropes to the thing that happens. I won't give it away if you haven't seen it, but like it happened. So I went back and watched season three and that's actually what I'm here to recommend. Yeah. Watch four, but season three, holy fucking shit. Is it good? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Is it brilliantly brilliantly fucking written the acting Stephen Dorff and, and um, was uh, Marshall Ali what you know like our fucking like uh, amazing in it like uh, acting from three different gen like three different ages like there's three different stories and how they weave that all together as a writer that's like nearly fucking impossible to do shit like that like that is like that is a feat and uh and boy the makeup artistry like it, he really looked old you know, and um, anyways, I thought it was really good. I actually like it better than the first season. I do. I uh, I like the first season a lot. There are really dumb things in the first season, too. So, like, that whole part about uh, him going off and with the biker gang and stuff like that, that whole part was so stupid. Like, it's, you know what I mean? It was just, like, make weight, middle of the season shit, and uh, unnecessary, in my opinion. But, like, season, yeah. season three, fucking solid. Season three, True Detective, love it. Season four so far, been fucking money. I am now trying to watch season season two and i was right it fucking sucks but it's um really yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, there's that one fucking episode it's like all one shot it's so good aside it's, from it's that really, there's no redeeming quality to that yeah that was season. kind of well what's her name uh that there's an actor in there that she's great mostly because she's really hot in it but um but yeah that's that one episode is great and the, other than that i forget everything yeah yeah I like the part where Colin Farrell beats up the kid's dad for picking on his kid. Like that, that, <laughs> that, 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 but with a pair of brass knuckles, he comes over and like yeah. shows up at the house and beats the fuck. Cause like that is literally every dad's fantasy. It is. <laughs> I'm just going to show up to the kids who are mean to my dad and beat the fuck out of their parents. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and so like, yeah, so I'm into it. Um, I want to thank all of our listeners all over the world. You guys are fucking amazing. Um, uh, the response to uh, our, our, our recent our Bamani uh, story episode has been fucking great, which I'm really glad if that's getting that movie any more traction because that movie fucking deserves all of the traction and uh, mm-hmm. the the angry black girl and her uh, and her monster. Um, United States still strongly in the first. United Kingdom still in second. Canada number three. New Zealand number four. Germany solid in the fifth place. Australia and Sweden and Turks and Caicos wrapping. I, you know what? Every I think they I think that the Turks and Caicos people tell other Turks and Caicos people that we talk about it and they're like these dudes are mentioning that we're listening <laughs> and like keep doing that Turks and Caicos hit us up let us know what's going on because I, I will go full we will become <laughs> Turks and Caicos fucking best podcast like the well, biggest supporter DNC. of 
Yep, we're we're about it. Um, India right after that. Um, Mexico, Poland, Netherlands, France is a huge supporter. We should have a top five. Yeah. <laughs> We have so many. We saying. have so many parts of the world. <laughs> you name like it's most like... of the world every but, time we do. Stats. But these are all in the people who are close to us. Like no. <laughs> they're all. But the problem is, is they're all kind of listening the same. They're all in the oh, same yeah. percentage. So like they also. And you know what? I want somebody in Puerto Rico, Brazil, Spain, Czech Republic, Ireland, Switzerland, Taiwan, <laughs> Philippines, Italy, Chile, Russia, and Finland, Norway, and Belgium to hit us up. You know what I mean? I want those people to know that we're appreciating them in Argentina and Japan, Ukraine. Denmark, Indonesia, Australia, South Africa, Turkey, Israel. I wanted you to know that we fucking love you. So you just fucking, you know what I mean? Like, like Palestinian, Israeli, we love you both. You know what I mean? I want what's best for both and both of you. So like, you just fucking hit us up. And you know what? I don't care. I don't care. Graham, Graham. Yeah, I, know, I know your dad. He was running out of breath. From I just, I just needed to say it with the emphasis that I wanted. I don't care, Graham, about about your dis dis care well, about. How am I supposed to have time to read off the army of the goddamn? Yeah, the army of the goddamn is great, but, but but the army of the Patreon member, but the army of the goddamn should know that they are the countries and the place that they're reaching to. You know what I'm saying? That like it's true. Well, Michael, Drew, Stephanie, Katie, Chris, Alan, Bacon Bits, Angela, Jasmine, Jason, Jake, Vivian, Ron, Kristen, Manny, Coleman, Ryan, Jared, Michelle, and Brandon. All thank you. Yeah. And we thank them. We do. They fucking rule. We got a Patreon. Go find it. Check it out. AGHP 666 at Patreon. Um, Yeah. You can throw us a fucking dollar. Throw us a dollar. We're going to do cool shit for you. Yeah. Also, Morbidly Beautiful. We got to shout them out. Morbidlybeautiful.com. We love you guys. You guys are putting our stuff up, showing us to people, putting out some awesome content yourself. There's so there's other podcasts on there that are dope. There's lists, there's articles, there's reviews, there's all sorts of cool shit on there. More and actually shout out to shout out to uh, Forbidden Planet for doing that Fangoria signing Fuck where it. I got to meet uh, the Bloomquists and and uh, Jennifer Wexler and Chloe Levine who who plays the teacher in in uh, the Sacrifice Game. She was incredible. The Adams family. I got them all to sign my new fangoria book it was awesome the dudes that did uh larry fessenden's uh special effects work on depraved and all his movies actually uh it was great so shout out to forbidden planet for doing that apparently they do it with every fucking issue so i'm gonna be there every fucking month or four months or whatever it is (laughs) forbidden forbidden planet rules and just in case anybody doesn't know about them you can definitely get them on like on the internet you can go to like forbiddenplanet.com and buy shit from there but if you're ever in new york go to the store the store rules yeah and the people there they always play good music yeah and like every time they had the new dwarves on last time yeah they're the shit like it's it's one of those stores that like kind of is a store that doesn't really exist much anymore which it's unfortunate but also at the same time like you still you got one like you still got one so fucking go to it they rule everybody start fires break glass